you can't just uh, order an airstrike. That has to be approved. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, hold my beer. Hold, yeah. Hold my Geritol. <laughs> <laughs> From the mountains in the east to the caves in the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. I am a real American, fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American, fight for what's right, fight for your life. This fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 61 of The Real WTH Show. I'm joined here with uh, Wilson, and I am Tommy. Wilson, what's going on, Brohemian Rhapsody? Only eight more. Dude, we're getting so <laughs> close, dude. It's almost the comedy episode. Oh, man. And it's I, probably- actually, I actually got a couple, couple of possible guests. Maybe they can come on for that one. Dude, it'd be you know, three guests actually. You know who we should get on? I, I was thinking about this the other day for our episode number sixty nine. Sosa. <laughs> that could work because the the joke is Sosa and I work together, and at Loomis, and I would have to read off the bag numbers to him, and every single time I edit in sixty nine, I would like give him this really weird look. And he would always die laughing every time. So I think it's only fitting that we invite him over here to episode 69. 69. Exactly. That's how we always said it. And then I think everyone caught on to it and everyone started doing it. Then I think you told me that it got banned. It did. We weren't <laughs> allowed to do that anymore. And that lasted for about a week. And then I brought it back. You know, it's always good when there's like, you know, like safety I meetings said, and stuff written about I've you. been here. 10 years i'm gonna say what i want because i don't get offended by it yeah you know bunch of snowflakes running that place like now. these brand new people coming in oh that offends me really yeah that offends you but cardi b's new song doesn't right yeah Gosh. if, if, if honestly like myers leonard who's that the guy from the heat that got in trouble for what he said while he was playing call of duty I didn't hear about this. Oh, yeah. He uh, used a slur while he was online playing against another player. I called him. <laughs> We've all done that. But then well. I, I looked up. <laughs> it's weird because I looked up the meaning of this word because I was like, I really don't know why, why it's bad. You know, I'd, I've heard it used before. What's it start it's, with? It's the slang for a Jewish person, and it starts with a K. Does it sound like the, like a fish? There's a fish named after a pike? Yes. Okay, yes. I've heard that word. And a Michael Jackson song, actually. Yeah. And, you, and do you know what it means? I don't. Yeah. So I looked it up. The meaning, from what I could see, it derives from like the Hebrew word keikel, which is, uh, means a circle in Hebrew. And okay. I, I guess back when immigrants were coming over, 
and they were of that descent, um, you know how they'd make you sign an X, right? If you couldn't, if you couldn't read or write, you just sign your X, right? Okay. Back in the 1800s. Well, the, the, those type of immigrants, they didn't know the Latin alphabet. So instead of an X, they would always do a circle, which would represent Christianity like the, the eternal circle, you know? Yeah. So that's what they would do. And I guess the, the agents that were there that were having every, all the immigrants sign things, they started calling them Keikels. Okay. And, and then it got shortened to the, what it is now. Yeah. Which is, so I, I mean, I, I know like it, it's a nickname, you know, I think it's, uh, I, I feel like it wasn't started out as a bad thing. It was just a way to identify somebody. Well, there's there's a show on but Netflix. who knows? It, they could have been calling them that because they were making fun of them or something. Who knows? I think it comes from like the heart of what you're saying. It, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So you and I, we both are notorious for not having foul mouths. Yeah. Um. We, you and I, I don't think I've ever heard you cuss. You might have you heard have. me. Oh, one time I think. Yeah. And I think in, you I'm in the car. And I think one time I might have heard you like, but you hurt yourself like. A hammer on your thumb completely understandable right but it's like at which point are they just words right and and what deems a word bad because yeah. there's like some parents that say like you can't say the word stupid oh that's a bad word you can't say that and i remember my daughter <laughs> um i i go uh what was it uh she goes daddy i got a um i i have a I, I confession to make i go what 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 she goes I said a bad word and I go, Oh, you know, we've all said it. Well, what was it? She goes, it was the C word. I'm like, Oof, that's pretty bad. And I go, uh, wait, there's what word is it? And she goes, I don't want to say it. We'll spell it for me. And she goes, Oh, am I going to get trouble? Well, no, she goes, C R A P. I'm all, Oh, thank God. <laughs> but, but thing is, there's a show, I think it's on Netflix. It's called the history of of cussing or swear words. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Nicholas Cage. And I kind of want to watch it just cause I'm like, at which, cause I think um, like the F word meant something way back in the day. And then it was just abbreviated. Then all of a sudden it just became a bad word. But I yeah. think you could say any word and have it be bad, like sassafras and they could just come out. I mean, look what they do. Like to like that food truck. It'd <clears throat> be bad news for that food truck. Why? It was like sassafras sandwiches or something like that. There's a food truck around here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so I, see, like, I, I see. what you're saying. Speaking of ham sandwiches, we should get into our world famous segment. Oh, what segment is that? Oh, you mean our beers and cheers? Um, actually worked that time this beers and cheers is brought to you by msrr arms msrarms.com for all your weaponry needs do they have a slogan um i don't think so they do now (laughs) you just made one Um, what you drinking so today i was out in the I was slumming it today. That's what I was doing. I was down, I had to go to Sacramento and over in like Natomas area, which I mean, it's not the worst, but it's definitely not where I live. It's a, it's uh, depends which side of, uh, Oh, know. it was on the fries side of Northgate. Ooh, it's, that's a it, teetering. It's that's teetering. It's teetering. That's, that's where like all the, the, the bank vaults and stuff are, you know? Right. Oh, were you hanging no. out with our boy? 
no, no, no. They're oh. on the other side. They're like the one vault that's not over there, you know. Oh, I gotcha. Um, so we were over there. Thought it was only going to be till like one o'clock that we'd be over there, and then I'd have time to go check out some some cool brewery. Since I was down there, you know, I don't go into the city that much anymore. They don't like your kind, boy. Yeah, and it, it's weird because I used to literally work right where we went, and I was like, man. I mean, I, I love working with Ryan, but I will never, ever miss having to drive through Sacramento. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, it's not even that bad of traffic, but I would rather spend three and a half, four hours stopped in traffic on the way up to Tahoe than than spend like an hour in traffic down there. Well, it's like it's like me, like our, our city is Charleston. You know, I mean, Beckley's, it, it, it's... It's like Roseville, okay? So it has a little bit, there's no traffic. It's just a busy city. Yeah. But whenever I go to Charleston, it's like the freeways and everything. It is the city. I'm like, but I, I'm so used to like living in the country and everything now. I'm like, so when I go to go there, it's a little bit of a culture shock. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Um, so I was going to go, let's see. I wanted to go to At Ease, which is one. That, it's a new um, one. I haven't heard of that one. You have. It's the one that's like Thin Line, but they're more like military veteran focused. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was going to go there. I was all excited. And then I looked it up and yeah, they don't open till four o'clock. I was like, that's not going to work. So then I looked at some more. Um, There's a place that has like 17 different kinds of fries. It's like Sacrament Brewing. Like, Like French fries? Yes. No, Freedom Fries. Actually, it's in Sacramento, so it's probably French fries. Yeah, um, or California, dude. Come on. But they looked really good. There's like Diablo fries and Buffalo fries and some weird names I've never heard of before. Um, so we were going to go there, but then we didn't know if they had cans to go for the beer. So um, we ended up, I looked and I was like, man, we're running out of time. Fort Rock is literally right off the highway. And I had to get gas anyways. And there's a gas station right there. I didn't realize so, there's, there's two locations for Fort Rock. There's one in uh, Rancho and there's one over in Natomas too. There's one in Natomas? Uh, wait, did you say Natomas or did you say? I was in Natomas, but I was, I was when I drove back. Oh, so you went to the one over by Monster Golf? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the only one I know of then. Okay. Yeah. So we, I think we've only reviewed one beer from here before. I was, I was at first when I, when we were going there, I was like, yes, it's a new brewery that we haven't done yet. But then I realized we did that Ren and Stimpy beer. Um, but this place has some pretty cool artwork. They, they definitely get a, a little bump in the, in the points for the artwork. It's pretty creative. Um, this one, well, that's weird. Hey, what kind of social media has a, like a paw print as its logo? I have no idea. Because it says follow us on the little camera for Instagram and then the F for the Facebook. And then it has one that's a paw print. Is that Yelp? Blog paw prints. Is it a black? Um, Here you go. Can you see Yeah, that? is uh, social. I got paw prints. That it, It's a blog. It's weird that a beer company would have a blog. I don't know. That's weird. It's for um, small businesses, it looks like. Oh, that's good. It's called pawprint.net. So going along the lines of uh what we did last week we had a little like you know battle with the two creamsicle beers which were both very good um 
and I enjoyed both of them. This week, I saw that they had a Northeast IPA at Fort Rock, and then they also had a West Coast IPA. So I thought it'd be cool to do like a Tommy versus Wilson beer tasting here because, you know, you're over there in the the east side and I'm over here on the west side. So we're going to do that. First one is called Hazy Hop Goblin IPA. Um, This one is 7% alcohol, has an IBU of 33, which isn't that high for for an IPA. Um, This actually has a color rating on it. Like it's, it's, like it's a diamond? <laughs> I don't know. It says SRM is 4.7. I have no idea what that means. I really like this little graph here, though, because it tells you exactly, like it even tells you the grains. Like it uses English pale, pilsner, oats, and wheat. And then the hops are all listed right here, too. Citra, Citra Mosaic, and El Dorado. And just for the record, uh, the Ren and Snippy one was called Hoppy Hoppy Joy Joy. That's what and, it was. And we rated that one a three and a half. Three and a half. And that was yeah. a American IPA. You know what? I think that might have been back when Handy was here. I think it was. So I probably rated it higher. And Handy doesn't really like the IPAs, right? I Yeah, because he was a Coors guy. Yeah. So he probably brought the score down on that. Probably. Yeah. The got smell a, test. Got a, well, yeah, it's got a fruity uh, grass, dirt, and love smell to it. Yeah. That's good. I wish it had just a little bit more like bite. To it but it's got a really good flavor i like it and what's the artwork again oh the artwork for this one has a little um goblin character guy and he's like smirking with a giant bag of hops on his back oh okay yeah that's kind of a cool look I, fort rock is and you're right we were talking before the show uh when i originally bought you that hoppy hoppy joy joy it was from a bel air and I think they had a few different ones there. They might have done like, I think there was like a Katy Perry one. It was called Katy Berry. I'm not sure if that was. Oh that yeah, not. probably. Um, but they do have legit artwork for each can. And so they, they put some effort into it. So actually I take it back. This beer does have a, a, a nice little bitter bite to it. it hit you later. A couple sips. Yeah. Um, this says using special hops obtained from Green Guts Vault 688. We created this incredibly delicious Northeast-style hazy IPA, bursting with juicy, juicy orange and tropical fruit flavors. This beer is perfect anytime, anyplace. Nice. I like it. That's Hobgoblin. And what do you rate that one? Oh. Hmm. This one we're going to do, let's do a four. Ooh, that's pretty good. Four yeah. out of five? Yeah, I like it. Nice. Did you want to do the next one now, or do you want to wait? We'll, we'll just do it now. Do it now. Don't even yeah. be scared. So this one's cool. Um, even though this guy's uh, you know, a draft dodger. Uh, this is a little ode to uh, Muhammad Ali. It's called Lights Out IPA. This is the West Coast IPA. It's 7%, just like the other one. This one has a little higher IBUs at 47 but the color is lower. Whatever the color rating is, it's a 4.4 instead of a 4.7. Um, the grains on this one are only pale and light crystal, I think. LT Ooh, crystal. Walter White. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the hops are Amarillo, Eldorado, and Mosaic. 
And this one says it's clear and coppery with hints of blueberry and stone fruit. This traditional West Coast style IPA is very hop forward. Perfect malt balance for a smooth finish. I feel like this is, if it's very hop forward, it's going to be more my, my flavor. So um, Uncle Tommy's going to do some research for you guys while Wilson is, uh, you know, taking a sip back. A stone fruit is a fruit with flesh or pulp enclosing a stone such as a peach, plum, or cherry. Yeah, like I never, a pit. I never knew that. The more you know. I wonder if I'm getting COVID. <laughs> I saw a funny meme today that said like, uh, it was like a couple in therapy and it said, so your wife is evil. Please explain. He goes, um, she convinced me I had COVID because she wasn't like uh, seasoning any of the food. <laughs> uh, this one's pretty good. I, d- I don't think I'd like it as much as, as the, the hop goblin. Now, is that one the, is that me or is that you? This is me. This is the West oh, Coast IPA. Oh, so so the one that you would normally like more. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not tasting any fruit in it. That's the thing. Like I'm. I'm waiting for this blueberry and stone fruit. I get. I feel like I can smell a little bit of the blueberry. It could come later, just like that. That punch mm-hmm. came with the hobgoblin. Yeah, I guess I can taste a little bit of it. I don't know. These are pretty close for me. I feel. Oh man, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Northeast IPA wins. For sure, between the two. They're both very good beers. I'm going to give them both a four. But I got to get a better tone than that. <laughs> I got cool sound effects on that little recorder. Too bad I can't get them to play through Zoom. Yeah, yet. Um, yet. It will. Figure that out. It will happen. I do so, like the, the Northeast, the Hazy IPA a little bit better. Um, man. What do those run you these? as far as cost? Four and the, actually these weren't bad I, I they only had four packs right so i got i had to get two four packs and it was thirty dollars for both four packs so that's not bad actually okay. for a craft craft beer right four into 15 what's that like three dollars and something a can yeah that's that's not bad and they're, they're the bigger cans like what, 14 ounces no 16 16 16 these, these are pounders yeah so they're like the size of like a monster. Yeah. 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 Um, so you get a four on both those. I'm not drinking anything today as far as crazy. I'm drinking my mandarin orange seltzer I can, water I can again. Definitely, you know what? Maybe it was like switching between the beers, but I can definitely taste like the blueberry in this West Coast now. You got to have something like. in between that cleanses your palate. Like when you go to like Macy's and you smell that, those little coffee beans. Yeah. You got to yeah. do something that cleanses your palate in between. Um. While we're on the subject of uh, beers, first of all, those will be uploaded to our untapped at the end of the show. By the time you listen to it, it'll be on there. Um, Wilson will send me some awesome pictures and I'll post those to the gram and to untapped. And you can follow hey, us at the real you know WTH what? show. I would probably like this hazy before I would like the West coast. So we're going to give the hazy a 4.25. Which one's that hobgoblin? Yeah. The hobgoblin and keep this one at a four. Okay, that's the new rule. We could change the score during the, the actual show. You can't go yeah, back. Yeah. So episode sixty nine, you can't come back and say I don't, you know, hobgoblin. You know, I want to rate it higher. Lana, Lana tells or giggles McGee, not the one on my shoulder back here, um, uh-huh. but she tells me I rate everything too high. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm buying the beer. I know what I like. Right. 
So most of the time I'm picking good beer. Well, beer that I like, even if it isn't stuff that I like, I try stuff and I still try and rate it as I would if not like, oh, this is a stout and I hate stouts. I'm going to rate it if it, if it tastes good, has good flavor, you know, is what it says it is. You know, if it's a, if it's a vanilla something or other, you know, I'm going to rate it that way. And it, it, not necessarily like, like I think last week, uh, I think it was Sudwork didn't get that high of a score. That's not because it was a bad beer. It was no. just because it was just like out of the two, and it, it, you know, and then, and it doesn't mean like that brewery's garbage. It's just, hey, that one yeah. wasn't mine, you know? And to me, I wish, I almost wish the Untap was like a 10, one out of 10. Gives you more room. To get, gives you more room. Like, Technically, that I think we gave them a three point seven five. That's like a seven and a half, eight, something like that. Good Somewhere score. around there, which is a good score, you know. And and like out of ten, I probably would have rated that one like an eight, you know. Right. Seven and a half. I don't know, somewhere around there. But I mean, it's it's a good. It was good beer. I just feel like if you're gonna call it a creamsicle, go for it, you know. Right. It was it was very creamy, actually. It I just. I expected the orange in there with it, and, it, and there wasn't that much of it. So it was more like a cream soda. Yeah, it was, yeah. Which but I it was an IPA too, which was it was good. It was like a milkshake IPA almost. All right, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. And while we're on the subject of breweries, this came across my thing uh, today of uh, something local to me in Lewisburg, West Virginia. There's a brewery here called the Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company, and last week we were talking about. Um, like women and, uh, you know, men taking over women's sports, you know, like transgender people and then, and then the female cops and how we think it's awesome that they're doing their job because deputy Sarah Vaught was just awesome what she did, which that story is taken off by the way. But yeah. apparently this brewery, 50% of their employees are women. Wow. So like they're like, they're doing the kegs, doing it all. And I think that's pretty awesome. Um, and I know like a lot of uh, places are starting to open back up more and, uh, that there's a brewery in a town here called white sulfur Springs. Um, they're about ready to, uh, I think they were loading stuff into it today, like tables and stuff. Uh, I'm hoping they have food there. Um, cause I want to go check it out. Um, but I just think it's awesome. Like, like I, like, like I said, like we we're talking a few weeks ago about, uh, what was it? Uh, was it movement brewing with the one that uh, when uh, thin line was doing their thing for deputy Adam Gibson and then uh, Scott sent people down to no, it was log off, log off, log off. Yeah. Log um, off. A lot of these breweries coming together and stuff. And, and I, I like seeing that and I'm hoping it's like that out here. Um, I mean, mainly me for food. Uh, Cause you know, I like my food. Yeah, but uh, I really, I'm also hoping they can stuff that way. I can maybe, you know, send my boys some some West Virginia brews. This this is getting better and better. That's time to take a drink. The lights out one. Yeah, you can still change your score. No, we're we're gonna keep it there. But okay. I'm I'm liking the the flavor of it now. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just drinking my Mandarin Orange seltzer water because I'm cheap um it's 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 good uh it's a uh leader a leader of a seltzer leader of, leader of not cola no dude i haven't had a soda for it's been over a year wow it's it's uh i i've had a uh a sweet tea 
on accident, I read it wrong as I read it as zero sugar, but it was zero calorie. And it was these teas you get from Walmart. Um, I can't remember the name of them. They're like these little, they're up by the front and I drank it and oh my gosh, it was like, it was like, dude, that's like so much sugar. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I, it was, it was strong, man. Um, it kind of makes me wonder like what I was putting my body for those years. And I'm not a prude, you know, if you drink a soda, do it. I don't care. Um, my daughter will have a Dr. Pepper. I'm not going to lie. That Dr. Pepper will come by the table and I'll smell it. I'm like, Oh, I just love Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And you, you got me, wonderful. you got me, um, at your house a couple of times. was that Dr. Was it Dr. Pepper and whipped cream vodka? Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. They make like cream, cream soda and Dr. Pepper now mixed. Yeah. And you, that's basically what it tastes like. It tastes like a cream soda, Dr. Pepper. I was like, dude, yeah. this is amazing. It was yeah. good. And it makes you vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> makes you forget your best friend's names. Yeah. Hey, hey, this hey. is my friend, John. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Man, I'll never let that one down. Well, that's because freaking Giggles McGee made me like the bar mat, <laughs> you know, this, this in a red solo cup. She poured everything in there and goes, here, drink. Was that for my birthday? Maybe. It was for something because, I mean, you and her were there. I mean, I don't know why both of you guys would have been there for something else. And it was for my birthday. Yeah. Speaking of which, how was that? Oh, it was good. Good? Ate some food, then ate some more food, fished for a little bit, you know. How's, uh, how's the, uh, the smoking going, the grilling? I haven't done anything since, uh, since I sent you that last one with the chicken. So. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but it's, that was, that was wonderful. I actually still have a piece of that chicken left. Gonna have, have to eat it soon. Have you done it? You haven't done any hot dogs yet? No, no. Um, I haven't decided to, to taint the grill with the lesser meats yet. You said taint and meat in the same sentence. <laughs> um, I, th- I think I'm going to plural. I think I'm going to, um, try something new, uh, next week. I think I'm going to, um, cause dude, I'm not going to lie. I love bologna sandwiches. I, I, bologna's fine. Smoke bologna. So I'm thinking about smoking some bologna. Yeah. Grilled bologna is good. Just yeah. grilled. I think but. my mom used to make uh fried bologna. Yeah. I think that's, that's a big thing in the South, yeah. but, uh, apparently I, I heard this. I'll have to, I'll have to get the like actual recipe, but it's not that hard. You take bananas, right? Do you like bananas at all? Yeah. Okay, so you take bananas, kind of cut it up in like one inch or so, you know, just one inch chunks. You take bacon and wrap the banana in bacon. Put it on the grill. Yeah. Cook it, and then you put some like uh, brown sugar, cinnamon sugar on top of it. It's like a candied bacon banana dessert. I haven't tried it yet, but... I heard from a, a very reliable source that it's it's very good. Yeah, that's uh that's interesting. That, that that's up there with like Elvis's uh, what do you do? Banana peanut peanut, peanut butter, butter onion. And, onion. And, was it onion or was it like potato chips or something like that on the sandwich? I think it was onion. I mean, you, dude, the sweet and spicy, sweet and savory. You know, it'll it'll well, work if, if you get some of those. Vis- Vizalia, whatever onions. Oh, Visalia onions, yeah. yeah or Vidalia, Vidalia, Vidalia. That's what it is, yeah. 
Visalia is like the the city. Yeah, down there by Fresno. Don't ever visit there. It's boring. Uh, apparently, Fresno is like the top. Is it? What is it? Fresno. I was listening to something. It was like top cities in California to live in. Like most most liked cities to live in, or something like that. And I'm pretty sure Fresno was number one. I remember Stockton was last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All by real Linda. Um, so before we get too far, uh, I got a cheers today. Uh, this one goes out uh, somewhat another city friend of the show, uh, Muskogee, Oklahoma, where basically my mama's at. It's like Rockland Roseville. It's like right there. Yeah, um, right next to Oak Mogi. Sure. <laughs> um, now th- this story is is sad, but it, it I want to cheers um, the dad in the story. His name is Stephen Rouch, um, and it says father of teen killed in police shootout invites officers to her funeral. Now the story of it is uh, basically uh, it says right here. <clears throat> this is from the Police Tribune. The father of a seventeen year seventeen year old girl who was fatally shot after opening fire on police during a chase has invited the officers involved in the shooting to attend his daughter's funeral. And it says Stephen Rouch uh, said he forgives the Muskogee Police Department officers who shot his daughter, Farah, and apologized for her having put them in a position where they were forced uh, to open fire um, on her. So basically, I guess uh, he said that his daughter had been struggling for the past four years after the, their parents divorced, which is sad, you know. And I mean, I, I'm very fortunate to have parents that weren't divorced. Um, but I can only imagine what that would be like for a a child Uh, and that she began to use drugs and cutting herself. So, I mean, as a parent, you can't help but think this is my fault. Maybe if I tried a little harder or something like that. So it says, according to police, Farah and her boyfriend, uh, Joseph Dugan took off from their hometown of Blair, Nebraska and headed down through Arkansas, Georgia, Florida, and all that. Um, it says they embarked on a multi-state crime spree before they arrived in Oklahoma on February 28th. Um, it said the teens allegedly stole a truck in Muskogee at about 3 PM leading into a pursuit. The couple eventually crashed, then jumped out of the vehicle and took off on foot. Um, and that's when Farah opened fire on the officers and the officers returned fire, killing the teen. Um, and it says Dugan continued running and fatally shot himself in the head like a coward that he is as officers closed in on him. Um, and then, uh, <clears throat> so, and then the dad says that he hopes all four op- involved officers will attend his daughter's funeral service um, in Nebraska. Um, and he just, uh, he even asked them to speak. Um, and so the, the police chief uh, has agreed to be a speaker at the teen service. And his name is chief uh, Johnny Teehee. And, he was said he was shocked by the invite, which I think anybody would be shocked by the invite because normally you'd think that yeah, the, that's not the way it is anymore. Right. Um, and he, and it says uh, right here to me, it's uh, I believe this is a uh, chief T. He says this, he says to me, it's something you have to rely on God to do. Obviously there's a message that somebody in, my, in the family or in that community needs to hear. And God's needs me. God needs me to be the messenger. In a, in a way, both for their family and their community and for my officers and my department and our community to begin that healing process. And that's got like, a, there's no winners in that story. Uh, no. Parents lost their kid. 
they're, they're probably going to feel guilty because they feel like this is all because of them. Um, officers don't like shooting people, especially a kid, and they have to deal with that. So you said officers don't like shooting people, right? Yeah, I think I did. Okay. It, well, I think it might have cut out for me, and I, it, I, if, I just heard it, officers <laughs> like shooting people. If I if I I have the power of editing, <laughs> I'll be talking. Also, hear the word "don't" <laughs> in there. <laughs> no, they they don't. They don't like shooting people, and and especially when it's a child. Um, but you, you know, it, it's a true story of forgiveness. And that reminds me a lot of that. Um, um, what, what was that? Uh, what was her name? That cop that shot that guy in that room, the, the apartment. And then he hugged her at, at the, at the court. Oh, um, why am I spacing in Dallas? Right. <clears throat> yeah. And it reminds me of that. And, and like, like forgiveness is a really hard thing to do. And especially if it's like a child. Uh, someone that hurt your child because for me like i will go to prison to protect my kid like i mean hopefully it'll never come back because if i protect my kid i'm protecting her i'm not causing problems um but we can wait with our judicial system is these days you know who knows but man uh for for him Stephen rouch to to have that mental capacity to offer that to the police officers even in today's climate and not go that route of um, oh my gosh, I'm going to sue and get all this money now. Um, and just understanding that what they go through and that it, they were put in a position that um, they didn't want to be in. That's amazing to me. And, and like I said, it, it's a, it's a sad story, but it's also a story of hope that there's still people out there that, that do know that like things happen and they don't always go the way that you want them to go, but they happen for reasons and it's outside your control. Um, so uh, with that, I'm going to give the real WTH cheers to Steven Rouch. And you know what? Also Chief Teehee for going to Nebraska and is going to speak. I think he's doing that. This is March 10th. Is that today? That's yesterday, huh? Yesterday. Yeah. yesterday. So I'm, I'm going to do a follow-up on this. So cheers, guys. Cheers. All right. Some things. Uh, man, we're going to be all over the place today. But I wanted to get your take on this. Did you say you saw the entire Cecil Hotel documentary? Uh, All four episodes? I think so. I watched most of it. Okay. Very important for this conversation that you've seen, um, like, at least episode three or four. Pretty, sorry. Pretty sure I have. So, originally, a couple episodes ago, we said that she's on drugs. You're clearly on drugs. Yeah. The way that the uh, investigation went, I agree with the outcome that she was not on drugs. She was having a mental break because it all makes sense, makes more sense that way than anything else. Um, it's sad what happened, but there's something about that documentary that not a lot of people are talking about. And it really upsets me. Um, there was a guy in that hotel who was accused of doing it strictly because he is a heavy, heavy metal musician and he wears like death metal face paint and he sings about death. Now, uh, he was accused and, uh, and everything. And he lives in Mexico. He was just visiting. And the web sleuths, which are the people on the internet that are like armchair detectives that were like trying to find this guy, basically dox him and say like, you know, we got to find him, you know, this guy killed her and they're like literally sending him death threats and everything. And he's like, I 
what I, what are you talking about? I didn't do anything. And they go, yeah, you were there that same day he did it. He'll no, I wasn't. They go, yeah, you posted this video like this day. And that was the same day that she went missing. He goes, I was there a year ago. Uh-uh. Like that video was from a year ago. I just posted it. Like, how could that have been me if I was there a year ago? Yeah. And his life has been like ruined. Like he can't sing music, or do music anymore. He can't uh, do anything because people just jumped the gun and uh, wanted to be their own investigators and just w- like a modern day witch hunt on this guy. And he did nothing. And that reminds me a lot of the West Memphis three case where they accused the three boys of killing the other three little boys strictly because they listened to heavy metal music and Metallica. And I'm like, well, those are bad people. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're horrible. They're horrible. It's like, (laughs) I said this before you, if you see my Spotify playlist, you're going to be like, dude, what is this guy? I will go from Rob zombie, Marilyn Manson to Jeremy camp and like new song and newsboys. Like, You'll be like Carmen. Exactly. And Carmen, you're going to be like, well, what, what are you doing? I'm like, sometimes I just want music that like, is like really like aggressive and like, just gets me like oh, pumped up. And sometimes I just want some motivational music. It depends on the mood. Sometimes you want some Kenny G, you know, I don't, you do. My mom's laughing right now. Cause that's what <laughs> she used to have uh, the Kenny G album. And then um, Michael it's Bolton. like that dude that goes, that goes through the, the, the mall. Um, the, yeah, the mall and starts playing. Yeah. Oh, he's playing uh, that, that George Michael song. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he is like, he's awesome. Uh, cheers to you, sir. Cheers to yeah. you, sir. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I talk about that because, we, you know, we were, we were talking the other day about like, um, letting the full story come out. Tiger Woods, not knowing what's going on. Don't jump to conclusions. And I think, um, like in in this in this documentary, these detectives, they are trained professionals in their job. Granted, if you have any tips, let them know. But when you start doing your own research, it could go down a very very dangerous road. Now, oh, you mean like you know the media and everyone else telling police how to do their jobs? That's where I was getting at. Okay. It's, you could, you could suggest things, you know, and you could, you could say, Hey, I think this might be beneficial to you. But when you start going out and you start doing your own judge, jury and executioner on your own, you're, you're going on a very dangerous path. Um, You you see it happen all the time. Um, You know, it's, I see it happen in my job. I bet you do. You know, when, when you have, you know, you have this, the, not the scarecrow. What are you? The grim reaper on Halloween, yeah. you know, accusing Santa of, of stealing his, his thunder because the training sessions roll over to the following day. Yeah. And then the Easter buddy and the Cupid are like, Hey, we're waiting here. And then the little leprechauns in the back, just laughing at everyone. Yeah. Just that's all he does. Yeah. But yeah. So like I'm all for like doing your own research. Now, now on the other hand, you have someone like Michelle McNamara who did all that research for the golden state killer case and wrote that book. I'll be gone in the dark. And she did a really good job. She did a lot of research, but the one thing she didn't do was she didn't accuse anybody until she had proof. Now, unfortunately she died before they 
found out who it really was. But if you look back at all of her research, she was on the trail. She like, she was just as good as a detective, but she didn't accuse anybody without proper proof. And, you know, that's why they say, uh, you know, guilty. That's the uh, D'Angelo guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you gotta be guilty. Uh, was it beyond a reasonable doubt? And, and when, when, when you start accusing people of something just because they're there, then, oh my gosh, I'm guilty of a lot of crimes. And because I've been at places like that, that have been robbed like an hour after me, or I've, I've driven by a place where there was a wreck after I drove through there, like maybe I caused it, you know, that's a very dangerous game to play. And these web sleuths, they need to chill out. They could talk about it and they could run their own theories and if they come across anything legit, they can let the detectives know, and then they can weed yeah. it out. Don't take it into your own hands. Exactly. Don't start threatening people. Don't do that because that's a crime. That is. <laughs> you know, and exactly. well, in California, it's called uh, terroristic threats. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't matter. Terrorist, terrorist is not just somebody from another country. Terroristic threats could be anything. It's basically yeah. just threatening someone. Yeah. And so it's just, that's the one thing that I got from that, that it just kind of angered me. And I remember telling my wife, I'm all, this is, I mean, sounds bad. This has got me more upset than the actual reason why this documentary was made, which was for Elisa Lamb. I said, it's sad what happened to her, but I am like mad about what's, what's happened to this guy. I don't necessarily agree with his lyrics, but I mean, you could be a full on rapper and sing about whatever you want. I mean, it's freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, but when you start like accusing someone of murder and everything, you better have some proof. Cause that will ruin someone's life. Yeah. That's, that's you know, this, bad. This story reminds me of something that actually happened in, in this area. And now I'm wondering like the, this is a pretty well-known story, at least in California and especially Northern California. Uh, but Jeff Mitchell, do you okay. remember him? I do remember him. The Sac County deputy? Yeah, that got uh, killed in out the, in uh, Slough Delta. House. Slough House. Yeah, 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 out in the Delta. And it's still nobody knows what happened to him. Yeah. I'm wondering if they'll do some type of documentary type thing on that. See, that, that, even that story in itself is weird just because of... Like, yeah, some our, people are claiming suicide, but his gun's gone. yeah. Like you the, can't shoot yourself and then ditch the gun. It's going to be there. The, didn't he call in that there was a, he was with a white van and then like, yeah. And, hours later, and they, there was a determined, white van. No, they determined that a van was there, I guess. And then they couldn't figure out who owned the van or what van it was, because I don't think this was, what was it? 2012? Maybe it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they had cameras and stuff on their, on their cars back then. But then two weeks later, I guess they found a white van submerged in one of the sloughs. Yeah, with people in it, right? I don't remember. But yeah. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's sad all the way around. I mean, and there's other theories that went around. I don't really want to get into those. But, you know, it's still a life taken, you know? Um, yeah. And But at the same time, we're not outgoing saying like, Oh, it was, it was Wilson. He did it. You know, burn pitchforks and back handles. Yeah. Let's go (laughs) beat down the, uh, uh, the hatches or whatever. You know, it, it, we just like, like what you said a lot. Every investigation takes time. 
And that's like, even in the Lisa Lamb case, like they said like her toxicology reports took like four months to come back. And the people were like, well, they crossed out something and that means something. They crossed this out and they crossed this out. People make errors. And then the, the, he goes, yeah, but how come you said that the, you, when you marked on the, the cause of death was undetermined, then you, then you, uh, uh, then you marked it, uh, accidental how come the dates are different he goes if you look closer the date is actually the same he goes the pen didn't the ink didn't go all the way up on when it was supposed to be an eight you know it didn't go all the way back up on that second loop he goes you guys make your own decisions on these things but you don't ask the questions to to eliminate your own thought process really yeah a lot of this comes down to like a select group of people or person will end up you know, just saying, hey, this is what, what I think happened. And that'll turn into somebody listening to that. And then they say, oh, you know what? This is what happened. And then that select group of people, it, it's like the headline thing, you know? People read a headline and they're like, oh, did you hear about this? And it's, it's the telephone. The actual story, you know? It's the telephone and, game. Yeah. Where you you say one thing and then the next person tells someone and then it tells someone and then at the very very end it's something completely different from the truth yeah and and a lot of people i mean i hope most people know this but people get mad when when at press people uh take two people get mad at police during um press conferences because they uh the press will ask a question that he goes uh we can't divulge that information at this time there's a reason why they can't because yeah. if they told you everything then then they have nothing to hide because that's how they find their suspect. Because if the suspect knows something that the public doesn't know that they know, that's probably their suspect. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that, that's why like it, it was really big, like in the Zodiac killer case uh, back in the sixties, when he would uh, call up or, or write letters to the newspaper and everything, because they, they're like, how do we know this is actually him? Well, then he went out and he killed <clears throat> the taxi cab driver, Paul Stein. Um, he cut away a piece of his uh, bloody shirt. And like a few days later, he mailed that to the San Francisco Chronicle with a letter. The only way that that could actually be him is, I mean, he had a piece of the evidence. It's obviously him. So, yeah, he, a lot of theories go around for different things. So I just got really like fired up by that. I was like, Ooh, I want to talk about that because that happens a lot and, and people's character could get ruined. I see it happen, not in like crime cases, but I see it happen like in uh, day, day stuff, m marriages and stuff like, Oh, your, yeah. your, your dad's a bad person. He's a drunk. He slept with that woman. And he's like, no, I didn't. He's a yeah. good dad. You know, all these things. And you demean someone's character. And then people start to think that that's that person. A really weird example. Look at the old guy next door in home alone. Oh, you mean the, the snow shoveler guy? Yeah, and Buzz was yeah. like, "Yeah, the the salt he's put on there is from the dead bodies," and Kevin McAllister was like, "Oh my gosh, that's 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 like you know, he's a killer. He's a nice old man." Yeah, but people put that thought in their head, you know, and then people automatically just run with that. Oh, that's who that person is. So, <clears throat> you know, it, it's it's weird. It got me fired up. Um, do you know who Frank Abagnale is? I do, dude. For being a criminal, that dude is amazing. Mastermind. That dude is smart and amazing. Um, so those of you guys who don't know who Frank Abagnale is, he was a criminal in his um, 
at the age of 16, um, in and out of uh, just different issues. Uh, but he was a, a con artist, a really, really good one. There's a movie based on him called Catch Me If You Can, starring Leonardo DiCaprio as Frank Abagnale. We're both hitting our microphones right now. And Tom Hanks as the um, FBI agent, um, Carl Hanratty, who's uh, in charge of catching uh, Frank Abagnale. Well, he did things like he posed as doctors, airline pilots, um, just everybody. Um, he even posed as like an FBI agent to an FBI agent and fooled them. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to an interview with this guy, and this is, I just wanted to touch on this. Funny uh, story that he said was um, back in the day, he was trying to open up a bank account. And so he's like, well, how do I do it? She goes, well, you need a deposit slip. He goes, well, where do I get those? She goes, well, there's a, there's a bunch of them over there. You can just take a bunch of those home with you and uh, you uh, write down your, uh, what do you call it? Your uh, routing number or whatever on, on the bottom. And then it, uh, it'll print it out or whatever. And then they scan it and then it goes into your account. So he took it home and I would, I, I would never thought of this. So it's like in the bottom of a check. So when you like cash a check, I'm not sure how it does, how they do it nowadays, but like when you cash a check, um, there's a routing number and your account number on the bottom. That's what that scanner reads. It doesn't know what you wrote in with your hand. What he yeah. did was on the bottom of like a bunch of those deposit slips, he drew in like, you know, on the bottom of a check, he wrote, he drew in like his account number and routing number. So when people go to, and he went back to the bank, he put all those in the deposit uh, spot. So when people would write, would fill, grab one and fill out their information. And the second the bank teller would scan it, that money would go into his account, not theirs. Wow. I'm like, dude, I would never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, he served some time. He did get caught in France, turned his life around, ended up uh, working with the FBI. I think he just retired with them. Um, he's partially responsible for, um, one of the main guys that's responsible for, uh, catching counterfeit money and helping our, our money become, uh, harder to counterfeitable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, it's just amazing story. Um, I really want people to listen to this podcast, listening with him on it. It's, uh, the, uh, the Jordan Harbinger show and it's the Frank Abagnale episode. This is a really good, I love those con artist uh, shows, those movies like uh, Italian Job, Gone in 60 Seconds, uh, Ocean's 11, 12, a million, all those. I love those, <laughs> those movies because they're, they're I, I, cause I can't think like that. And so it, it just really, it baffles me. I mean, and then you National have a treasure. <sighs> yeah. Like, <laughs> we're more of treasure hunters. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, 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 just because of Nick Cage and treasure. There. Treasure protectors. Is that what he said? Oh, yeah. it is. It is. You're yeah. right. Dang it. Fail. Um, but then you, you also have the, uh, uh, what's that other movie? Um, not National Treasure. Goonies. It was good to, Goonies. well, yeah. Well, that, yeah, it's, it's good. Great movie. I love uh, that movie. That new Netflix one with uh, the mom from Surf Ninjas. I don't what's know. What's it called? Ohana something. Oh, oh, yeah. Secret of Ohana or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The one you were telling me about? Yep. Um, but yeah, check that out, baby. It's, it's, it's a good story. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, DB Cooper, like, like oh, I watched a documentary. There's one on HBO max. I Did watched watch it. it. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you, I, I never even knew 
about the transgendered female yeah thing i i is I, claiming i knew about that because i heard it in, in in a like a another podcast but i never like further researched it like as far as like how much like that person looked like him yeah um it that's a good story like we all know that db cooper is burt reynolds could be have you seen uh but he, he took with, it to his grave so have you seen gone without a paddle you mean without a paddle is it without a paddle? God, i'm failing yeah. today thought about yeah, yeah how, how he's db cooper or supposedly yeah I always remember that. Uh, I always, I I think that there's a very good chance it could be the dude from Florida, who lied about his actual name and everything to his wife. And then, I mean, is it the one that had like the? Is that the lady that had the the young guy with her who was like a yeah caretaker? Yeah, 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 okay. I agree with that. Story's true. Like, there's no way that he knew somebody would find the money at Tina Bar. There's absolutely no way unless he went and he found it himself, you know, but I've, I've heard stories about that money too. They tested it and it has a certain algae, algae bloom on it that only happens during the spring. So they were able to tell that money has only been there six months or less, which is the exact time frame of when he was there and said, somebody's going to find money right there buried. I, I think with that, uh, that one right there you're talking about with the money and the algae i think what derailed that one was effect i think the money had to actually travel such a distance you're like how the heck did it get from here to here yeah it's like 30 miles or something it, it and but i'm like it, and, and and it was above the dredge layer of them dredging the river that happened like 8 years or 6 years or something like that after db cooper hijacked the plane right so how would that money end up on top of that layer if it if it washed down after, you know? There's no way. And that's why I could never be a detective. I, my I, mind is it it's weird because I think that that guy, the guy from Florida doesn't look like the sketch cuz I feel like the pictures that she had of him, I don't think there was that much time in between from when DB Cooper happened. And when those pictures were taken, because it, it, that happened in 71, is that right? Something like that, yeah. And those pictures, I swear it was only like eight years later or something like that. And he was bigger, gray hair, you know. Uh, you could tell in his face, at least compared to his picture in the drawing, his face was like thicker, fuller. Um, he probably doesn't look as much like the drawing, but I feel like that's it. It has to be him. Yeah. It, it, it's weird though. Cause it's one of those things like you're like, I go back to the Zodiac and a bunch of these unsolved cases. I'm like, man, when I die, like, can I just go to God and be like, Hey, can you tell me the answer to all these things? Yeah. Like did, who was the Zodiac killer? It was Ted Cruz this whole time. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, and all this, and you, you find out like all these things. Um, it would be really Who's interesting. Down a St. Germain. Yeah, exactly. Who? What's his name? I forget who they say it is right now. It's an actor, Kevin oh. Spacey. No, I think his name is Kevin though. McAllister. It's it's the guy from Grumpy Old Men, the 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 son. What's his name? Oh my gosh, I got to look it up now. 
keep Grump, going from, Grump, from grumpy old man yeah kevin pollock that's who I, that's who i kevin pollock that's, that's who i thought you yeah. were gonna say but i was like yeah but look at just if you google count of saint germain uh-huh oops i just just did the c word <laughs> <laughs> see we don't we didn't say we don't ever type it out we just don't say it verbally it was an accident <laughs> uh but if you just google count of saint germain uh like if you go to images like fourth picture in i mean it it's it's got side by sides of him and and count of saint germain back in the day oh yeah i see it see? i see i see it and, and i mean where they split the face yeah like look at the lip in the painting and then his lip yeah it's it's the same yeah kevin, kevin pollock you son of a biscuit you are the count of saint germain yeah also a great actor. And, and this this is one of my favorite like myth conspiracies ever. Yeah. If you my, go if you go deep into this and like where he really started to like show up and everything, and then the amount of time it took, and like there's parts in history that are written down in multiple spots, multiple books and stuff like that, where it verifies that this happened. The the queen who met the count back when he was 30 years old is now 90 and she's meeting this guy again. She says, you remind me of someone. And he says, you don't recognize me. I'm the count of St. Germain. And he tells her something that only she would know that, that he knew back when he was 30, you know, and there's multiple accounts. Oh man. It's just, makes me wonder like does, is this really happening like is there really like a count dracula because that's technically like that's this is where count dracula came from kind of like it's Vlad a, it's the a, impaler kind of yeah, yeah 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 and astonishing legends does a great job on that episode. they do a wonderful job i think it's like four parts but four or five it's worth it they do it with their cursory research yeah yeah they got a whole team now man dude they're, they're legit they're killing the game right now, yeah. for reals. Yeah. Um, Wish we had a research team. We do. He's Anyone right behind wants you. To, uh, work pro per, you know. Yeah, pro bono for a good cause. Yeah. Um. So let me ask you this: A lot of people care about their animals. Um, like you, you, you love your your dogs, and so if if you went out there and, you know, what is that? Potential, Potential spam. spam. Ooh, answer it. I love this. This one's actually being played. Hello? Attention public utility customers. PG&E and SMUD may be increasing rates soon. Maybe. Take advantage of free money. Ooh, free money. Is this part of the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill? Windows, Thanks. Or even or, go solar. Or is this the, the part of the $1 trillion that haven't been spent from the last two? Yeah. Thanks, Grandpa Biden. Yeah. God. The 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 uh the uh the that that guy over there that runs the operation, you know. The Pentagon? Oh, yeah. that operation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, not you know, not yeah. The, the the secretary of the Pentagon, huh? You know the thing. We hold Gosh. these things, you know the thing. Dude, don't it's, even get me. It's getting close to where Harris takes over. Dude, we're 50 days in of no press conference. But we'll circle back to it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll circle um, back to that. And then, did you see him at the at the bookstore or whatever it was? I recently? might have. 
I think was, so. He's he's like standing there and he did his little like photo op and everything. And then he's standing there and he like turns it and it's like he he doesn't know what to do. Like the reporters start asking him questions about like things that actually matter. Like like the the airstrike that he did and all this stuff. And they're, they're asking him all these questions. All of a sudden you hear his handlers come in and be like, all right, media, it's time to move out. President, President Biden has something else to go to. And is, they're, they're trying to ask questions. He's just like walking in a circle, like has no idea what's going on and where to go. And you just hear his handlers going, media, leave, leave. We have to go now. And it's like, what? You know, Trump always answer questions he, right he loved it you know you may not like the answers yeah you might not have but he answered them and he didn't sit there and take 13 minutes to say four words you know but but you know what at least we don't have mean tweets anymore it's all oh, that matters <laughs> i would well, take the tweets again oh i would dude i laughed at them i thought they're hilarious yeah um I, I love seeing people get trolled i mean come on kofefi Kofifi. <laughs> the, the best one was the Smeagol guy when he went on like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Did you ever watch that video? Uh uh-uh. uh. The dude who did the voice for Smeagol in uh Lord of the Rings. Oh, you're talking about you um Andy Circus? Yeah, and uh whoever the ho- whatever show he went on, the host was like, Here's some tweets from President Trump. Can you read these in Smeagol's voice? <laughs> so he, he read the the Kofifi one and he goes, blah 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 blah. Kafifi, and then he looks. He looks at the host, and he goes, "What's Kafifi, precious?" <laughs> <laughs> that, Funny that, is, every time I see that, we got laugh. That guy's a a jewel. He, he, <laughs> he he's a he's he's probably one of the most famous actors that people don't recognize because he does a lot of the um, stop motion uh, things. You know, like hey, like Don Faison. He did that. Stop stop animation or whatever no not like that i'm talking about like the, where, oh. they, where, where they like you know like in avengers you have like the green screen and you have like the little balls on you and then like they, they superimpose like a like groot groot is a real person in a suit but it's like they put like a like a animation over him that's what andy circus is um but what i was getting at was like i said you you really like your animals and stuff but um let's hypothetically say I, and you're going to know right where I'm going with this. I was like, Hey Wilson, uh, you, you and your wife, you guys are going on vacation. I'm like, I'm going to watch your dogs for you. You go, okay. Someone breaks in your house. They shoot me and they steal your dogs. Who are you going to care about more? Be honest. Somebody breaks into my house. Why, why are you in my house? Cause I'm dog watching. Oh, while while you guys are gone. Uh, and they shoot me. They sh- no, they don't kill me. Just they shoot, shoot me. Don't. I'm in the hospital, and they steal your dogs. Who are you gonna be more worried about at that moment? Well, at the moment, I'd be like, "Are you okay? Where'd you get shot? Oh, you got shot in the toe. You have nine others in the okay. chest four times. Now, in the chest four times, right? But you're alive. <laughs> I think you're missing the point, Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm getting at is, Lady Gaga got her dogs stolen. And her dog walker got shot like four times. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Shot? I thought they got beat up. No, he got shot. Oh, okay. But all the media is talking about is, oh, her dogs got stolen. I'm like, screw the guy that got shot, you know, like not even caring about him. And she's like, I will pay $500,000 to get my dogs back, no questions asked. She got them back. 
yeah, but not, I will pay $500,000 for, you know, to find out who shot my, my dog walker. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you were valued, sir. Or madam or gentlewoman. Sorry. It makes me mad. Cause I really like, she's the one in American horror story, right? Yeah. The hotel. I, I really started to like her acting. She's a, a great lot. actress. Yeah. She's a good it, singer too. She's just weird. Yeah. Super weird. And, but I'm like, like, I don't know. I was like, you, you put that value. I mean, I, I love my animal. I, I, I love, I love Sophie, the wonder kitty. She, she's my favorite, but man, like you totally showed how much you valued a human life in that moment. Well, if you're asking if I would put out a reward for getting my dogs back versus finding who shot you, yeah, I'd put it out for you. Right. But I'd be like, I hope you still find my dogs. Right. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. That's kind of a plus. But, but I, I don't know. But the funny thing is that's all the media was talking about was the dogs, the dogs, the dogs. Just like they're throwing softball questions at like Biden. Biden, how do you sleep the first night in the White House? When Trump was president, it was just like, what are you going to do about this? Why yeah. do you say this? What do you mean grab them by the, you know, like, it's like, dude, like. You, you can't, you can't just uh, order an airstrike. That has to be approved. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, hold my beer. Hold, yeah. Hold my Geritol. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but yeah, I don't know. And then on that note, like uh, the the dog walker got shot. Uh, I guess the uh, what the house just passed more gun control legislation today uh, to make it where I think it's going to be universal everywhere background checks. And don't get me wrong, I think that happens need, anyways. Right, it does have to happen. But that's not what they're wanting to get. They're wanting more. And they, 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 you're giving them an inch and they're taking a mile because, and, and Schumer, who is just a. Mm, that still has to go through the Senate though. Right. right? It does. Which but, it's not, I don't think it's going to pass. Have you seen how many Democratic senators are against this $1.9 trillion bill? A lot. A lot. Yeah. They, they've sat there and said, there's wasted money here. You know, I mean, I I think there's really a big, there's going to be a big shift and it's either going to go to the progressive left, God, which, are, I hope not. which are radical or it's going to, they're going to pull it back in and make it more to like, like, uh, like I miss the Bill Clinton days, you know? It's funny, right? <laughs> it's so weird. Like, like, yeah. like if, if getting a handy and, and you know, whatever underneath the desk or whatever is, is the worst that could happen. Okay. Yeah, smoking you know? some weed. Yeah, oh, okay, who cares? You yeah. know, like right now, like Trump didn't start any wars and like Biden has been in office for a little over a month and all of a sudden he's bombed someone already. I'm like, give me a break. Yeah. yeah. Um, But the thing is, is like, uh, you know, this gun control stuff, it, it, what Schumer said was, he goes, and I hate the way he talks, no more thoughts and prayers. That's what he said. I'm like, what's wrong with thoughts and prayers? Like, for really? Like, you're going to go there? Like, dude, that's so unprofessional because you just demeaned a bunch of people's faith just now. Yeah. Because, honestly, government isn't our savior. There is nothing you can do to stop gun violence. You can set, you can make it where 
you have to go through like a year of background checks. Gun violence will still happen because all the law-abiding citizens are going to be going through those background checks while the criminals are out shooting people. I, I saw a good uh, video from Charlie Kirk. I think it was today. But the question, you know, he, he does those big speaking things, usually with him and like Candace Owen or somebody like that. And they'll have people ask questions to him. He asked the question to this younger gentleman that came up and he said, tell me one thing. Can you name one government program that has benefited people? And, and the guy, they were, I guess in Florida, because the guy's like, you mean in Florida or in the whole country? And the guy's like, Charlie Kirk goes, if you got to ask that, you know, what's going on like if you have to go to the whole country sure anywhere and the guy's like no and he's like why do you want to give more power to those people exactly and it's so funny because those same people that are against walls and police have a giant wall around the capitol right now with police yeah it's good for them but not good enough for us yeah and I'm like, if, 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 you're, if people are so blind to see that, then God help us. Because that's just why ridiculous. Does, why does the most popular president ever need walls? Exactly. He should be loved by many. Like he's a messiah, you would think, right? Trump never had walls up. No. Dude, he was in Only New York. The, he was in New York the other day, like just like a baller. Like, I'm going to go back to New York and take a look at some of my real estate where they supposedly hate him. But that's what the yeah. media wants you to think. And there's crowds waving at them. So, dude, it, it's, it, it's it very Let's interesting. Look for a 2024 run. That's gonna, <laughs> dude, I pray the show's still going in 2024. I think it will. But there's going to be a lot to talk about that year. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> breakout episodes. <laughs> we, we might be censored by then. Yeah. No. We, we could only hope. Is, is Parlor back? It is back, but not an app. Oh, uh, you got to go on like, through like Google, or do you got to go through a different uh, like? Duck, it, duck, I don't know. You have. I heard that you have to like go to the actual website for it. Apparently, there's a there's a good domain hosting site that a lot of people are switching to. Uh, I, I forget I what it's called. I think DuckDuckGo e, is. I thought it was E something E Kirk or something E Knight E. I don't remember. I know like DuckDuckGo is like one of those ones that's they'll put anything on there. I mean, not anything. They're not gonna put child porn, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, like they're not gonna censor you, like and say we're gonna we're not gonna like Google will like not allow like that uh, you know Parlor.com on their thing, uh, but like DuckDuckGo would. They're like, yeah, we're not gonna censor anybody because that's stupid. Um, but. Uh, Dude, I want to talk a little bit on something a little bit more fun for for us. It was your birthday recently. You turned 21. Congratulations. You're officially a man. Um 22. 22. Sorry. My bad. I know we got we got to say 22 cuz would have been bad if I was drinking this whole time. <laughs> One of the things that you and I love to do on our off time to blossom steam and and I I would I just want to do like a a weekly check-in because I feel like there, there's a, a market for this with our listeners. Um, video games.
information found. We'll get them next time. And I know you got some new games. I did. And I don't know why you do not like this one. <laughs> okay. So you got, what was it? Uh, Cold War? Call of Duty Cold War? Yeah. So I played the beta, the open beta on PlayStation. And for some reason, I was just not digging it. I don't know. But at the same time, it was a beta. So it, that was like, there were still glitches and all that stuff. Um, Brandon got it. And he says he said the same thing. He didn't like it. And he played the beta and the real game. He but didn't he, like it? No. I, have, I haven't actually played like the campaign or anything like that. I had to wait for it to download all its update, updates and everything. But I was able to play um, like free-for-all match. They only had two uh, maps, though, that I could play with, while I was waiting for it to download. But I played against bots like AI. Okay. But I mean I bumped the I bumped the difficulty up to I think the hardest one and it was actually kind of fun. But I, I found out there's like sticky grenades in this. If you stick someone with a grenade and it blows up, dude, the gore is the best out of any of the call like most realistic. Like you blow to pieces. You've intrigued and, me. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the first time I died when I was playing this game right after reading you saying, I didn't really like it that much. And then I'm sitting there playing and then some bot threw a grenade and I was like, what's that noise? And then boom, I blew up in pieces. It was, it was like the deer getting hit. Poof. You know? <laughs> and I was like, what? This has never happened before. Cause in, in the beginning when you load the game and everything and you start up for the first time, it says, how old are you? Do you want, gore trust us this is really gory or something like that and i i just said yes and now i realize why like there i mean that warning's for a good reason yeah maybe i'll i'll once it goes a little cheaper i'll probably get it i i, I rarely play online anything anymore because i gotta dip in and out of a game so much um you can't pause a live game no hold on time out huh yeah uh, but what else did you get? You got you got that. You got a couple others. Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Ooh. No, 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 no. Just Squadrons. Oh. Rogue Squadrons GameCube. Oh, is it? Yeah, you have you have Star Wars Squadrons, which oh, is okay. Have yeah. you played Whatever. that yet? It's a Star Wars. Yeah, I have. Legit. And I I had to, but you have to switch the controls to Aviator. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like at first, I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's taking forever to turn. What is going? And then I realized this stick is something. Else. I was like, oh, okay. And then I kind of got used to that. And then I went into the controls and I was like, well, yeah, this is way better because I can like go up and then crank it over and then pull, you know? Yeah. Because originally, like in my games when I'm flying, up makes you go down, down makes you go up. That's the way I like it. So the inverter. Oh, no, I don't. I don't do that. So up makes you go up. Up, up is up. Yeah. Oh no, not me! I'm the I'm the opposite. And, and so, I ju I just had it so because the yaw is when you're turning like this, right? Right. Yeah. This is the yaw. Initially, when you start, the yaw is the right stick, so it does this and it goes up and down. Uh huh. Right. And then the left stick was the turning it this way. Okay. You know. Yeah. So once you switch it to aviator, it's right stick is up and down and turning it this way and then left stick is the yaw 
and that's way better. So, and this game is a lot of people are like, it's just another Star Wars flight game. The thing is, it's it's not. It's made for PlayStation VR, which I really want to get. Um, yeah, me too. Because uh, the, you hit a button, and then it basically what it does is it locks all your controls from flying it, and now you're just looking around your cockpit. So you'll be flying, and then you'll need to like actually like transfer power from your engine to your guns. Mm-hmm. Or your, hitting your shields or to your shields and you got to hit a button. So you're not just controlling it. It's like, you're really flying it. it it's, yeah. it, it's intense and it's star Wars and it's awesome. And the graphics yeah. are good. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about graphics at call of duty. I don't know how the beta was, but it wasn't that are, good. Oh my gosh. These are some of the best graphics I've ever seen. And this is on uh PS4 too. Right. Not, not even PS5. So. Yeah. Well, I told you I wanted to to do a thing where once I finish a game, like I just mail it to you because I'm done playing it. And when you're done a game, you just mail me a, a different game. That way, we're always switching games. Uh, Spend st- half the money. Exactly, because I'm still playing Fallen Order. You'll love that one, dude. I no, I haven't played that one. So basically, uh, I, right now there's like four planets that that I'm flying between. And so at each planet I'm, I'm learning, I'm gaining different abilities. And so I just gained like port uh, force pull and force push. And so then you get back on your oh, ship. I think I have played this one and it tells you now you got to get back on your ship and then you fly back to a different um, um, planet, but you like wall run and everything. Um, yeah. It, it's newer. It's a newer game. Um, Do I have this game? It has the the guy who was in uh, Gotham as the Joker, the kid. He's the main character. Maybe maybe you can use like the force pull and stuff like that in Battle Battlefront too. You can. Okay. In one end. That's those, what I'm thinking of. Those are fun games. Those when, those are like the only games I do play online. Those are fun. I have I have Battlefront for PS2. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, you told me that you do. Yeah. Speaking of which, I just hooked up in my in my my I guess you would say my studio. So my room's like a little alcove right here. So this is like the studio area where I have all my my musical instruments, my computer. Is that a barn door behind you? A barn door behind me over here? Yeah. No, that's a window. That's a, those are curtains. Oh, it almost looks yep. like a hanging. Hold on. Barn door. See? Ah, uh, okay. Um, and then over here, it's kind of like an open area where we eventually we'll put like a a bed or something. But I have like on the wall, I have like or an arcade. Well, <laughs> <laughs> on this side of the wall where my TV's at, I have all my movies, and then below it, I have my PlayStation Two, my Wii. Yes, I just hooked up my Wii, and my Super Nintendo Mini. I have a real Super Nintendo. I know. But I have it all hooked up here, and I put my real surround sound back in here again. I wanted to test everything, so I have my own little arcade thing going here. So over the past couple of days, I've been on my computer trying to download emulators for my Wii because you can't buy – like, I'm not sure if you look – I mean, Wii games, when they were coming out, they weren't that expensive. If you go to buy a Wii game right now, they're like 45 to 50 bucks because they stopped making them. Yeah. So – and I only own like six or seven. So I'm like, man, so I wanted to get like – I wanted to like – um jailbreak my my Wii so I could put it on like an SD card and like play emulators. So I'm trying to do that right now. But uh I downloaded this new game. Uh, my buddy Brandon, 
uh, he, he's a YouTuber. Oh, I haven't gotten this yet. Forgot uh, he, about it. He's a YouTuber. He has his own YouTube channel, which is hilarious. Uh, he dresses up as Mando. Does he, get, does he get money? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, he's a t- Twitch streamer, dude. Uh, he dresses up like Mando, like Mandalorian. So he has a Mandalorian mask. I'll send you a video he sent me. I feel like I need to do this now. He has the Mandalorian mask, and he actually has a voice changer in his micro in in his mask with a microphone in there. So when he's talking and playing, he sounds like the Mandalorian. <laughs> he, he he's just like, it's gonna happen, or what, what the, or whatever. Like like when it, I, I dude, I'm telling you, it's awesome. But uh, he downloaded this game called Little Nightmares. And I, I downloaded it. And I, I played it the other day. Dude, it is a strange game. So it's platform-based. Those of you that are not familiar with platform-based games, Super Mario. It's where you're running across the screen. But it's, it has depth to it. There's really good graphics. And so you're like a little girl. And it's like you're in a nightmare world. So it's really dark. And so you're running around and, and you have like this little lighter. So if it gets too dark, you light, light a little lighter. And it's like all this ominous music. But you're like in this big metal structure, this big multi-level metal structure. And you're running. And so you have these little bridges you jump across. But in the background, you'll see like this big beast walk by. And then at one point you're walking, you walk into a room and there's a bunch of beds. And you, and you got to crawl underneath the beds. And then the door opens and it's this huge beast. And it's like a nightmare. And he's like, he walks in and, he, and it's like, you hear the floor creaking and he's like looking around and he's like pushing on the beds and pushing, uh, dude, it's really creepy and really weird. It reminds me a little bit of like little big planet. Um, That's me, not creepy though. No, no, I'm telling you, it reminds me of like a little bit of like little big planet meets like, um, like silent hill or something. It's, 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 it's creepy. I mean, which, they changed the name of Little Big Planet. Is is it racist? I, oh, I don't know. But it's called the newest one's called Sackboy. Oh, because well, he's a character. Yeah, Little but Big Planet's a good game. It's a good game. It is. You'll never beat it because it's a game that you'll always have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the it, it's it's fun. Like I've only played like the first uh, like section of it because it's a huge section, but it's not violent. It's just really creepy and really eerie. Um, Creepier than uh, Resident Evil? No. no. (laughs) Creepy old family weird people? No, I I remember I was telling Evelyn, I go, hey, Evelyn, watch watch this game with me. It's the very beginning of Biohazard when you're in the house and your girlfriend goes missing and then you're like, and she comes around and she's like turned into a zombie and she starts fighting you then you stab her and she falls down and she stands up and she's like normal again. You're like, and she's, he's like, I'm so sorry. And then she knocks you down the stairs and then you walk back up the stairs and all of a sudden there's that, there's that family that's like arguing or whatever. And yeah. the guy just bashes out of the, I'm like, ah, that one dude like catches on fire in the car in the garage. Dude, it's weird. It's dude, but it, yeah. it's scary. There's another Resident Evil game that's coming out. I forget what it is. What was the one that was set in Africa? Was that five? <clears throat> I don't remember. But this, this is like, oh, you know what? It's not a game. We were looking at it last night. It's a movie. It's a spoof of Resident Evil. Huh, what's it called? Ah, uh, dang it. It's on Netflix or Prime. It's, about, it it's about Biden, President <laughs> Evil. 
because uh, I think on HBO Max or Netflix are coming out with a Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead with Dave Batista. That's coming out soon too. Apparently, there is a Resident Evil uh, reboot coming out. I heard about that. Chris about Redfield, a, Jill Valentine. Release date. See, I like those games, but man, the movie didn't line up with the game. No, no, the reboot has Kea Scodelario, Robbie Amell, and more start oh robbie amell he was um is he arrow or is that his brother steven you know that show arrow on cw uh i i don't think it's arrow robbie amell i know that one of the amell brothers is arrow for a fact i just don't know which one i can't i can't find the name of this stupid resident evil movie oh robbie amell okay he oh robbie amell he was in that show that you like that you and i both like uh on Amazon called uh, um, Upload. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I recognized him when I saw his picture. Those of you oh, guys that so can't mad. see. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that this is, it, it's on Netflix. I'll find it. But it, it, it said in the description, actually it's probably on Prime, said in the description that it was a spoof of Resident Evil. So it's a comedy. I feel like it was called The Village. Well, that's a real movie. No, no, no. Resident Evil. The Village? The Village or Village, something like that. Huh. Those of you guys that can't see, Wilson has this new sign behind him. It says, it's a picture of a bear, and it says, people in sleeping bags are like soft tacos, which is <laughs> hilarious. I like it, and it's kind of true. Yeah, and that's going up in the, the new studio. It's it's a good it's a good picture. It looks like a home goods. Is it home goods or is it Hobby Lobby? It's the Hoblob. Hoblob. I could tell a Hoblob or a home goods when I see it. So we don't have ho- uh, home goods out here. We have Hoblob. Oh, that's good. So at least we have that. And a rural king and a sheets. So yeah, man. Hopefully uh everybody has sheets. Well, you know, speaking of sheets. I normally don't sleep with a sheet. You know, you have the you have the, you have the, uh, oh, the fitted the, sheet, the fitted one. Okay, the fitted one. No, not the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> After you talk about, you get the sheets. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but my my wife, she's like, because she, I always slept with like you know the fitted sheet, and then I'll have like my comforter over me. That's yeah. all I. That's all I need. She wants to have like an, the actual sheet and then the comforter. Well, here's the thing. I don't feel like I can control the comforter, like. You know, because I like to sleep with it between my legs and like make myself into a little burrito. So what happens is I end up short sheeting myself, so I can't get my foot out and move the comfort around and and fadangle it the way I want to. So I end up having to sit up in the middle of the night, move it down, and just dumb awake. Yeah. So married life, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> uh, so, but no idea. Yeah, you have no idea. So, anyways, that's all I got, dude. You got anything? That's it. Cool. So, thanks for listening, everybody. Again, go to msrarms.com. Uh, make sure you use uh, offer code WTH5 for 5% off your entire purchase. And I know all you guys are getting that little stimulus package here pretty soon. Thanks, Papa Biden. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what better way you to... give the government 5400 Yeah. They'll give you... No, 5700 I think. They'll give you back fourteen hundred. 
Yeah. And give everyone else that doesn't deserve it, like other countries, more money and give yeah. them raises. Um, but, uh, you know, with that money, just, you know, maybe buy something that, I don't know, might piss off the government, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's what I would do. Um, and then of course, Thin Line Brewing, uh, still killing the game. Um, I know they're doing trivia this week. I think it's music. 80s. 80s music. I think it's 80s. I can't remember what else, but I remember I saw, I was like, dang it. Music are, it, it's always a good one. You know, yeah, it, people, it, people love music. Yeah. You ever ask somebody like, what kind of music do you listen to? They go, I don't Everything listen to music. except for rap. Well, no, no. I've, I've met someone. I go, what music do you listen to? They go, I don't like music. I'm like, I don't have time for this nonsense. <laughs> you cannot be my friend. Most of the time it's like, you're riding with someone new and you're like, Hey, what kind of music do you listen to? It's, it's usually everything except for rap or everything except for country. Yeah. And then I throw on cannibal corpse and they go, what is this? <laughs> and I go, duh, it's cannibal corpse. Hammer smash face. Duh. <laughs> um, those of you that don't know who no cannibal corpse is, it's a heavy metal band that was in Ace Ventura. Totally makes sense. Yeah. See, yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if you listen when to... When he was some, trying to get out of the rhino, right? No, the first one. The first oh, one. Oh, okay. When he's, when he's in the club. When he met Man, uh, Mandingo, you know, what's the, what's the password? And he's like, New England clam chowder. He's like, is that the red or the white? He's like, I can never remember that. White? I had the whole movie memorized. It's pathetic. Um, even though Jim Carrey is a crazy person. Laces out, Dan. Yeah. He found Captain Winky. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Oh uh, boy. Um, so yeah, uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a good review and five stars. It, this helps us, uh, helps the show out. You know, we don't get money for it, but it just helps us more marketable. And like Wilson said, it helps the algorithm. It does. Such a fantastic it's word. It's so fun to say. I know. Which, um, which is really just a... Uh, limiting your free speech you know why you gotta go there that's all it is (laughs) there shouldn't be any algorithm right just be it's out there it is it it is what it is yeah um but you can hear us on spotify podbean amazon google play iHeartRadio, radio tune in pandora and your mom might be playing her on her little walkman for all i know um or that disc man with anti-skip protection um, 42nd yeah Ooh, that, dude that i wasn't was a good I, one i wasn't that rich man jeez <laughs> see with my anti uh, dude half the time i didn't use anti-skip protection because it took up too much battery power and i had to keep changing <laughs> batteries so i was like this sucks so um and i was can you remember that time dude when you just carry yeah, a i remember when on cd when when uh that was the sound system we had set up was on an actual yeah. like disman but it had the anti-skip, but it went to a surround sound. System. Oh yeah. Yeah. My parents had a reel to reel. Oh wow. Yeah. Like dude, I actually was, when I was going through all my, uh, a lot of fishing, huh? Yeah. Oh, so every, every, everybody in, everybody in their house has that one box where they put like all their cables, cords, and they just throw it in the box. Right. Yeah. I was going through all that cause I was putting together my Wii and all that. Dude, I found my original Apple, iPod. Oh, I I bought an original uh, Apple, the video one when it first came out. That's what I have. Yeah, that you could put movies and stuff on yeah. the screens, like one in 
one and a quarter inch by one and a quarter inch. It's the same what I use when we were working at Loomis. When I yeah. watch, I watch full on movies on my drive to Oroville. When I, of course, yeah. not while I was driving, but I was riding in the back. Uh, that was back when you could like hack into it and put other people's iTunes stuff onto it. Yeah, you know, before didn't they have, got all their super security done. Mine didn't have Wi-Fi. It was the only bummer. Yeah. So, I, so I, I wasn't able to like stream anything. But I mean, now you just do it from your phone. Yeah. But speaking of uh, multimedia and stuff, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. We have some stuff on YouTube and on Untapped. And like I said, the the brews that Wilson tried today, the Hobgoblin and the Lights Out from Fort Rock Brewing, will be on there. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Like yeah. Four point two five and four. Those are good scores. Yeah, they are. Um, but uh, go to if you want to know what brews we have, every single beer from the episode number one is on there. Um, and then Wilson always takes some fantastic pictures of them, which I know he's not going to let me down this time. You know, either. I had a good plan for these ones. That's why we're at Hobby Lobby. Let's just say that, but it didn't pan out. Were you going to take a beer in a Hobby Lobby and take a picture? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Well, that's a godly place. It's almost church. I know. <laughs> if it was Sunday, you know. Yeah. They wouldn't have been open. You would no. just snuck in there with your Chick-fil-A. Oh, wait. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so good. Um, and then uh, call us, 916-259-3030. Leave a message, or you could text us at that same number. Uh, you know, leave us a little, give us a little shout out. You could also email us at therealwth8show at gmail.com and just, uh, you know, air your grievances or whatever you want. Uh, let us know how we're doing or want to be a part of the show, want to suggest a brew for my dude, a brew yeah. for my bro. Yeah, because like I said, I gravitate toward the stuff I like. So if you guys don't like IPAs, you want me to try something else, you got to suggest it because I'm not going to go out and buy that. And all you know. it takes is just a simple email or a phone call. Yeah, or a text. So so I just had an idea. So whenever we get someone who suggests a beer, it's going to be a new segment called, I got I to gotta think of a different voice to use, but a brew for my bro. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. I came up with that one on the spot. That. That's how yeah. this show works. Off you know the cuff. There's the sound clip. We're going to play that every single time now. And we're just going to slow it down. A brew a for brew. my yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, Mang. Um, that's all I got. That's so it. um I'll later in the Minj. I'll talk to you then or I'll talk to you for another time. I think I almost said your line. <laughs> Jobin. Stop it. Stop it. Wow. Jeez oh, wow. Arnold. Time for a new computer. <laughs> Tell me about it. Wait for that stimulus. <laughs>